Welcome to my podcast, Coach G, Transforming Athletes and Purpose-Driven People. The goal of my show is to inspire rugby players, athletes and everyday people so that you can chase your goals, overcome those obstacles, turn your vision into a reality. I'll be inviting unbelievable guests in the world of sports as well as the corporate space, sharing their tools and their knowledge on performance, mindset, mental resilience and entrepreneurship. I am your host, Coach G. Gertrude Stienkamp. I'm a former international rugby player and World Cup winner with South Africa in 2007. I've been retired since 2017 from the game of rugby and today I'm a professional rugby and scrum coach. I am passionate about helping rugby players improve their performance on the rugby field as well as front row rugby players to dominate the scrum. Another passion of mine is to help people develop mental resilience so that they can transform physically, mentally and emotionally. And every single week I'll be launching two new episodes. On Tuesday it will be a Q&A interview with an unbelievable athlete or a specialist in the corporate world. And on Fridays, it will be my solo episode where I'll be sharing my knowledge and experience in elite sports, but also life in general. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to episode number 12 of my podcast, Coach G, Transforming Athletes and Purpose-Driven People. And today is my solo episode, and I'm really looking forward to to today's topic. Today's topic is building mental resilience. A lot of you that follow me on social media, you see me doing all these crazy things, dripping with sweat on my live Instagram videos, and I'm always talking about mental resilience. And I get asked this question quite a lot. So what's the difference between mental resilience and mental toughness? I'll get to that in a bit. Guys, just uh, give you guys some uh, update of what's been going on. So I just finished up on an amazing rugby performance camp here in Toulouse. It's been unbelievable. I had the opportunity to train with former international rugby players like Philippe Benetton and also Sylvain Marconet and unbelievable players, Brian Liebenberg. And I got to work also with former coach of Toulon, Jacques Delmas. You know, it was just such an honor and a privilege working with these coaches and former international players, but also sharing our knowledge and experience with young players here in France. And we had a few foreigners as well, which was awesome. So over a period of two weeks, we had about 200 players, which was unbelievable. And it is freaking hot here in Toulouse. So guys, while I'm recording this podcast right now, it's 35 degrees here in Toulouse in France. And, uh, you know, I'm having a nice glass of cold water just to make sure that I cool down before I get stuck into this topic. All right, guys, I'm very passionate uh, about mental resilience because it's something which I've always had. And at some stage, I lost it and I found it again. But I want to give you my definition of what mental resilience and mental toughness is. So let's start with mental toughness. We often hear that you need to be mentally tough. You need to be mentally strong. So mental toughness for me means having the ability to resist or absorb pressure, right? challenges, obstacles. You know, you keep on fighting it, but at some stage you just can't anymore. It just gets too much and that's when you give up. Where mental resilience for me is different. 
Mental resilience is having the ability to absorb all that pressure, all that negativity, all those obstacles which have been thrown in your way. And you just keep on fighting back. You never, ever give up. You find the strength within to move forward and punch that line. But mental resilience is not just a mindset. It's not just something that happens overnight. It takes time to build mental resilience. You need to be consistent. And you need so many tools to to actually build that resilience. Why is mental resilience important? (laughs) There's so many examples. If you're an athlete and you need to have big match temperament and you need to step up to the line in that key moment, you know, make that split second decision which can help your team win the game, or if you're an athlete in an event, lots of pressure is on you and you need to perform, you need mental resilience. When you are tired, down and out, you need to find the strength, you need to find the energy to move forward and punch that line. And that's the same for everyday people, people at work. You might have a deadline for your job and you are down and out. Things are not going the way it should. You're facing battles in your personal life. You you might not feel happy with yourself, but having mental resilience will give you the energy and the strength to achieve your goals, to chase your dreams and overcome those obstacles. With mental resilience, you can achieve a lot of things. I'm going to go way back, you know, even if I look back at it now, we always used to speak about mental toughness back in the day, the Bulls, but actually it was mental resilience. You know, I was part of a great team, the Bulls, right back in Pretoria, and I remember some of our preseason, it was hectic. And I recently spoke to Aina Kamaya, and I'll be releasing his podcast soon as well. You know, he spoke about the vision for the Bulls, and we had that. And you hear me talking a lot about the Bulls and also my former Springbok teammates that spoke, that played for the Bulls, constantly speaking about what we experienced back then. We trained hard, all right? The Blue Bulls back in the day was not a flamboyant team. We didn't have much flair. We were hardcore. We were big boys. We were strong. We were heavy. And we had unbelievable kickers. But the Bulls, we had something special. We had utmost respect for each other. And that laid the foundation for a lot of things. So you've probably heard in a few of these podcasts, we talk about blue blood, blow blood. This was our buzzword. This was drilled into us. This was a source of energy. So we would sometimes train so hard, it was ridiculous. Right? Sometimes players even said, it's not human coach to train like this. But constantly the coach came back to us and said, guys, do you trust me? Yes or no? And said, obviously coach, we do trust you. I remember once in George, we ran multiple bleep tests. In my mind, it was five, maybe it was three. But imagine running back-to-back bleep tests. It was just ridiculous. I remember doing full contact and then running 400s. The type of training that we went through back then was ridiculous. And I remember we used to call this Hody Ball, keep the ball, where you had to start at your own try line and score. And then you had like 20 heat shields in front of you. There was sometimes you couldn't even feel your legs. And <laughs> I'm going to tell you this, our training session with the Bulls was hectic back in the day. If you had to carry that ball, you know you're going to hit the wall. If you didn't give it your all, you would finish flat on your back. And it's happened a few times to me. But what we did there, we were taught to dig deep. We were taught that we still have more to give. And this was not just the decision. We were trained like that. 
we were put into that situations, those tough situations where we required mental resilience. We needed our leaders to step up to the line. And that's what we had. I remember when we did crazy fitness sessions. I remember we used to run like 30, 100 meter sprints and players would be lying down. In the beginning, I was one of them. And then guys like Victor Matfield would shout to me, gee, get up, get up, let's walk. We're not lying down. That's not who we are. And just small things like that, instead of lying down, just walking around, that was massive. The Bulls, we trained hard. Preseason was hectic. Our training was tougher than the actual games. But without knowing it, Heineke Meyer was working with a plan. He was conditioning our bodies and he was conditioning our minds. He taught us mental resilience. He calls it mental toughness. But it was mental resilience because we never gave up. In so many games, our backs were against the wall. Whether it was a semi-final against the Crusaders, whether it was the final against the Sharks in 2007, we had this belief that we could achieve anything. And this is what mental resilience brought to us. Mental resilience allowed us to win all those trophies. Super Rugby in 2007, Super Rugby in 2009, Curry Cup in 2009, Super Rugby in 2010. Mental, you can hear I'm out of breath, just getting excited. Um, but you know, guys, mental resilience get built over time. That took us ages to build that. But it took a strong core and belief system for players to buy in and trust that system. Uh, when I retired, I lost a bit of that mental resilience along with my identity. And it took me a time to get back on my feet. And luckily, one day, I crossed paths with Nathan Halberg online he actually sent me a message and he saw i was doing this amazing work with front row rugby players working on mobility range of motion body weight training and he sent me a few movements and i tried it out and i've shared the story before on social media and i just saw that it was unbelievable benefits uh, to help rugby players increase their range of motion and i got stuck into it did the bronze and then nathan came to toulouse and then I did the mental resilience test, which was a 10-minute EMOM. And it's probably one of the toughest things I have done in my life. You know, I'm so grateful for Nathan Halberg because uh, he allowed me to rediscover who I am and who I want to be and also to continue to develop mental resilience. A lot of you guys see me doing all these crazy movements called Zoo, which is high-intensity training and low-impact bodyweight training. I'm going to be honest with you, it's grueling, it's tough. I wish I could do this. I wish I did that when I was still playing. So guys, I did the mental resilience test, one of the toughest things, and it felt like my whole career flashed, flashbacked in front of me, all right? I saw my whole career. I always thought I gave it my best, and I was happy with that. But in that test, I realized I had so much untapped potential because in minute two of the 10-minute EMOM, you know, the 10-minute EMOM, I was in trouble. <laughs> I was broken. I was down on my knees. But then something ignited inside of me. That warrior inside of me woke up. I've been retired, guys. And finally, I felt like myself again. I felt like that Bulls rugby player at Loftus B, training hard, inspiring his teammates. I finally realized that there's so much more to zoo. That it was not just a bodyweight training system to help increase range of motion and mobility. It could help you to develop mental resilience. And that's why I decided to start the zoo boot camps here in Toulouse. So we took people through these crazy training sessions, combining zoo movements with weights, and it was unbelievable. We had a great team. We had over 40 people training with us. And then, boom, all of a sudden, <laughs> a 
lockdown happened. And before that, I was doing team building sessions in the corporate space, you know, getting people to connect, showing them the benefits of this amazing training method. You know, before lockdown, I was booked for so many team building sessions in the corporate space. And, you know, that would have opened up something different for my business. And like everyone else, my whole life got turned upside down. Everything I've worked so hard for got turned around. I was back at scratch, back at ground zero. I was like distraught. I felt helpless. And um, being a consultant in rugby and also in the corporate space, you only get paid when you were working. And all of a sudden, there was no work. There was nothing. Why am I sharing this story? Because tonight's topic is mental resilience. I was at the crossroads. I could have given up. I could have said, this is too much. This is too hard. But no, I didn't. I remembered my purpose. I remembered my vision. I knew what I wanted to achieve in life. And with the inspiration of Nathan Halberg, training with him online, doing Zoo online, I never imagined doing that. And I created the Zoo Rugby team, which has been training now together for more than a year, which is unbelievable. And we, it originally started out just for rugby players, you know, to keep rugby players connected, keep them fit and strong in times of lockdown, access to zero equipment. But then it evolved into something bigger. We became a family. Some of us became friends. And we are some of us we've never even met before, except on Zoom, which is ridiculous. You know, we got different shapes and sizes in our team. The great thing about Zoo is there's no ego. Everybody can do it. Everybody can do it. We have got our own locker room on Facebook, which is amazing. You know, there's some amazing people in the team. And recently, one of our teammates, Mark Watson, you know, he's a strong man. And a lot of people made fun of him when he started doing these crazy movements, doing zoo. And, you know, all of a sudden, his range of motion started to increase. His strength started to increase. And it was a massive benefit for his strongman training. So Mark, he recently participated in a strongman event and he came second. And he sent me this uh, message and he said, I would like to share the story with you, coach. Before today, I'd struggled to lift this 110 kg stone once in training back in December. The guy who was behind me in the competition went first and hit five reps. I stepped up not expecting to do well and saying to myself, I would be happy with two to three reps. The head talk was real. The warrior talk took over really quickly through and I told myself, hell no. That type of never give up mental resilience I have gained working with you along with the mobility that it allowed me to rip that stone off the ground, squat into a solid position with it in my lap and power up while flexing my spine got me to six reps and the round win on this one. All right, so he won that round. He said I had literally 15 seconds to do the last two reps and I just managed it because in my head, I'd already said that I would I would, before I picked up the stone. And it's just an amazing story. Another example of mental resilience. You know, where the warrior talk took over, where Mark said to himself, he will get more than five reps. He will win that event. And that's just amazing. Guys, I can share loads of stories of the Zoo Rugby team. You know, we train today three times a week online via Zoom, Mondays, Wednesdays, and uh, Fridays. And we have people doing a replay. So our team has no excuses. When you miss the live session, you do the replay. And you need to take a photo, you do a video, and you need to share it in our private Facebook group, keeping each other accountable. 
Guys, those are just a few examples I wanted to share with you. So, you know, the Zoo Rugby team, you know, we kept on going. And the example of that, why is that relevant? I could have just given up and I decided to continue training, continue to inspire rugby players. I found a way to keep on doing what I love. I couldn't coach rugby. I couldn't coach scrums, but I could continue to do Zoo. And the only way that would have been possible is if I had the mental resilience. And Zoo helped me to develop this. This is me. Maybe for you, it's different. You have another training method. I'm just sharing my experiences with you. But mental resilience is so important because when you get to a stage of darkness or where you're feeling down or self-doubt or self-pity, you need to lift yourself up. No one else can. I don't rely on other people to lift me up. I only count on myself because I know I need to make that decision. I need to make that decision to become better, be stronger. Only me, no one else, because I need to inspire myself. I can't rely on external motivation because that is not sustainable. Mental resilience, a lot of people don't have it. A lot of people say they want to lose weight, but then they don't because they're not willing to commit. They're not willing to step up to the line. Sometimes an obstacle comes your way. What do most people do? They give up. The goal of tonight's topic is I want to share with you of what you can achieve if you have mental resilience. But now I know what you're asking me. Okay, great coach. I need mental resilience, but how do I get it? (laughs) How do I get mental resilience? You make it sound easy. It's not easy, guys. So I want to share a few basic tools of what you need to do in order to develop mental resilience. So I'm going to start as simple. You need a routine. You need a daily routine. Every single day, something that keeps you in check, that you know that can kickstart your day. I'm going to share something with you. I have early sessions in the morning. I train whether it's with the zoo team, uh, the zoo elite team, or the zoo rugby team. I have training sessions at 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. And sometimes I wake up and I didn't sleep a lot. I had three and a half hours of sleep, four hours of sleep, and people are waiting for me. They, when they need my energy. They need my fire. And sometimes when I wake, I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Gee, you're dead, man. You're dead. I'm saying to myself, tired. Head talk's coming in. Then I go back to my routine, which is an ice-cold shower. You know, having a big glass of water, hydrating, getting myself, brewing a nice cup of coffee. You guys know I love my coffee. I've got different brewing methods. Yes, it takes me 10 minutes to make my cup of coffee, but... It's so good. It's not even about the caffeine rush. It's about the taste. And that routine combined with listening to music and doing movement, it gets me up every single time. I know I can count on it. That routine helps me. So you need a routine. Like Nathan Halberg would say, routine leads to sustainable habits. And your routine could be different. It doesn't have to be zoo. Like I do zooing too, 30 seconds frog squats, 30 seconds bears, two rounds. It's that simple. It's done and dusted. And some months I have quite intense sessions where I'm pushing my limits every single day. The second thing you need is physical activity. I believe in physical activity and physical routine. You need to be able to push yourself on a weekly basis, if not a daily basis. Right? You need to push your limits. You need to condition your mind and your body so that you know when you get into those pressure situations, when you get into those tough spots, that moments of darkness, you know, don't worry, I'm going to see the light. I'm going to do this. I've got this. Instead of having those words or the language of self-doubt, ah, this is too hard. This is too tough. I can't do this. Change your language. I can do this. I will do this. I will be successful. I will be great. 
You need to change your language. You need to change your mindset. So physical activity, I believe in it. So you could, it could be cycling, it could be running, it could be CrossFit, whatever. I do zoo. I love zoo. It helps me because I don't need equipment. I can do it in my home. I can do it outside. I can do it anywhere. That's the great thing about this training method. But then, guys, you also need a vision. All right? You need a vision. Routine, the physical activity is all tied in. You need to remind yourself, like now at this moment, I'm on this 5K3 challenge, all right? So it's losing five kilos in three weeks. Currently, I'm at the sticking point. But whenever I feel I'm not going hard enough or I want to pick myself, I just shout to myself, 5K3G, 5K3, go for it, go for it. I get myself up. I get myself up. I boost myself. That's my buzzword. All right, now I'm currently in week number two. I've lost two and a half kgs. I still, I might fall short. Who knows? I've got about a week left. But I am pushing myself. I've got a vision. All right, 5K3 is not my vision. I've got something else in mind, which I'll be sharing with you guys later. But you need to stay accountable. And the easiest way to stay accountable is in a team environment. Form your own team. Form your accountability partners. That's the great thing about the Zoo Rugby team. If you are missing the sessions, people are like, where are you? Why weren't you there? <laughs> All those type of things. It's great. So guys, you need to stay accountable. All right, guys, so that's what I would like to share with you. You know, Zoo has helped me to continue to develop mental resilience and it has helped me in so many areas of my life. And I've faced lots of challenges like everybody else out there. If you're listening to this podcast and you're saying to me right now, you know what, coach, I didn't face, I'm fine, I'm good. We hear this a lot. It's okay not to be okay. All right, that's great. I'm happy that you're showing your vulnerability. I show my vulnerability at times, but what happens after saying it's okay not to be okay, all right, saying I'm not good, you need actionable steps, you need to take charge, you need to take control of your life, and this is not just for high performance athletes or elite athletes, this is for everyday people, this is why this podcast name is Coach G, Transforming Athletes and Purpose Driven People, what's your purpose, what's your drive, you need to get hungry, you must want to smash your goals. And in order to do that, trust me, you need mental resilience. Right, guys, I'm all charged up. I don't know about you guys. I feel like training right now. I just want to get stuck into it. Because you know what? I was tired early, even before this podcast. I knew I had to record it. You know, I need to get it done because tomorrow I'll be traveling. And I had this message that I wanted to share with you guys. And the way I work, when I, when I share these messages, whether it's on a podcast or live, I put all my energy into it. And I was tired. I was lying there on this couch. I was like, oh, come on, G, get yourself right. What did I do? Went for a cold shower. I reminded myself, why am I doing this podcast? I'm doing this podcast because I want to inspire you guys. I want you guys to know that you can achieve your goals. You can achieve it. That's why every week I'm bringing on guests. I'm hosting solo episodes, sharing knowledge, experience with you guys. And I also share my low points with you. I'm not perfect. I've made mistakes. I've had bad luck. I've had disappointments. But those things made me stronger. And I know wherever you are in the world right now, you might feel like you're fighting the battle of your life. Know this. If you believe in yourself, if you start to develop mental resilience and build momentum, you can overcome that battle. I know it sounds easy. It is not. But if you have that resilience to keep on moving forward, keep on pushing forward, 
you can achieve great things. So right guys, that's the end of my solo episode. I said to myself, I'm just going to go for about 10 minutes. We're currently on over 20 minutes, but who cares? Guys, I hope you enjoyed this solo episode. If you did, you know, please rate my podcast, leave a review, send a screenshot. Let me know what you think. I would love to get some feedback. And at the end of the day, this podcast is for you guys. If there's something you would like me to talk about or have a specific guest up on here, please let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram. All right, I'm on social media. I'm on Clubhouse. Join the conversation, guys. This is not about me. This is about you. And if you want to develop mental resilience, send me a DM, mental resilience, and I'll give you access to my free seven-day mental resilience challenge. And yes, you'll be doing Zoom. All right, guys, that's me. I hope you have an awesome day or evening wherever you are. I'm Coach G, and I'm done speaking. Get a touch. Boom.